introduction. Yo, yo, what's up? It's the Good Life Podcast, the kickback. It's your boy, Good Life underscore Russ. Make sure y'all follow me on all social medias, mostly Instagram and Facebook. Um, I don't have a Twitter. Stop asking. I'm not getting no Twitter. Twitter is just dead to me. Fuck Twitter. So shout out to y'all that listen to us every week. Y'all come back. Y'all share our shit. Like our shit. Subscribe. You guys are dope individuals. <laughs> What's up? It's your girl, Jess. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jessica underscore XO underscore rabbit. Come follow. Come, um, come talk shit. Let's have some fun. Welcome to the kickback. What up? This is your girl, kids. Kitty underscore kids with three E's. I find this sinus infection this week, so this is gonna be a it's gonna be a fun episode. All um, right. Come find me on Instagram, Facebook is the same thing. Kid you or real, L O R E A L, and yeah, come, come say hi, speak up. Hey everybody, this is Brianna. I'm new. Um, follow me on Instagram at Brie, B-R-I dot Lillian, L-I-L-L-I-A-N-131. Um, and welcome to the kickback. Yeah, shout out to our sis. Hey. Hey. Right. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Got that cherry. Thank you. So this Thank one you so is much. for the empaths. Yes. We're going to explain a little what it means to be an empath. Um, steps and tricks tricks and tips that you can keep yourself out of trouble and keep yourself out of jail and keep other people out of funeral homes because <laughs> sometimes that's just how things gotta go so these are things that we can kind of avoid the nonsense in life you know what i mean that's it's kind of how i look at a lot of these things like when i'm learning when i was learning spirituality it's like shit that makes me you know keep me from killing somebody and i'm i'm cool with that Hell yeah. oh, i think that'll go a long way do you have the post um yes i do so these people can get some insight. So the post says, um, empath superpower. Allow people to think they fooled, lied, or manipulated you when the truth is you knew the story and you picked up on their bullshit from the start and even had a meeting about them with your angels, guides, and guardians. A little louder for the folks in the back who think they're <laughs> fucking slick. Hey, guys, Erica Badu. So how do you feel about that? What does that status do for you? Oh, my gosh. So, um, I mean, I sense things differently. Um, I tell people, like, I, if I need to know something, I'm going to know. And it's not that I go looking for it. Mm -hmm. My people make sure that I know, whether it be, um, you know, my ancestors talking to their people and getting shit to me or, you know, it's going to be laid out in front of me. And um, you can't really hide energy. Mm -hmm. And I think that people really try to, put this facade on this mask that they are like invisible yeah, yeah. like we you know see. we see you <laughs> I, I, we see you you're not slick you're not made of glass so um you tried it um and you smile in my face and those are the people that you gotta watch yeah. the ones who can't tell you flat out that they got an issue with you and why uh People you gotta look out for. I'd rather you tell me what the problem is than to be walking around acting like ain't nothing wrong and yeah. you know, yeah. seven me all day. Mm-hmm. Like that's some sucker shit. Fight me. <laughs> and if you can't fight me, then let's sit down and talk this out. And if we can't talk this out, then again, fight shut me. Just up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know stop. I, mean? <laughs> like, it's just, I don't understand the extra. I mean, 
at the end of the day, I mean, like, if you are grown, I feel like you should be able to communicate. Use your voice. Like, yeah. let's use our words. We've yeah. learned this in preschool. Use your words, kids. <laughs> Speak your shit. When somebody uses their words and voices their dismay or, you know, being upset with you, you yeah. know, take a second and look at yourself and be like, hmm. How did I make them feel this way? Or yeah. what could I do different the next time? Mm-hmm. You know, communication is key. <coughs> is key. I agree. I think that comes with... Well, um, I agree. I think that comes with um, being humbled. <laughs> I that thing was going like a wild fight. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked over and seen a fire and I was like, whoa, nobody else sees that? Not at all. We locked in. <laughs> whoa! All right. But I think that just comes from like, yeah, just going to make your way. <laughs> I think that comes from like being humble. You know what I mean? Like we gotta, we always gotta find ourselves coming from a place of being humble. And sometimes we do, we are conflicted with what we say. But yeah, that's an easy way. Like, okay, would this offend me if somebody would have said this to me? You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes we gotta step outside ourselves and see if what we're saying is one appropriate to who we're saying it to, and if it's even necessary. Right. I think a lot of times that'll keep us out of trouble too. Like, cause. I always have thoughts and feelings about posts and shit, but just don't say shit. Like, I just keep scrolling and oh. nobody would ever know Who's that. It? Really? I Why argue with Don't agree with this. Yeah, well, like, it's... Because what am I gaining from this? Why are we I'm arguing this down. on you Beyonce's I mean? internet? Like, this is just, it's <laughs> ghetto. It doesn't make sense. It's not what's the sport, especially if you have my number. Yeah, so, it's yeah. just, now this is... Like, I posted earlier this week, I was getting ready to go hard on somebody. I had to correct myself and be like, you know... I'm not about to lower down to your level of, of, of stupidity so we can see who's the idiot. Because like I always say, from a distance, yeah. can't tell. you can't tell who's the fool. Mm-hmm. You, just, you just see people arguing. Mm-hmm. You're not going to, your first person ain't going to be no fool because that's not what I am. Yeah. But I'm not going to allow you to let me turn into somebody that I'm not just to reach you at your level. You can come meet me at mine or you can go over yeah. Who wants to be miserable like that yeah. all the time? Some people do. They are. They get a lot from it. But I think that's that was like their MO. Like they were trying to pull you into misery. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people already have their intentions when they come into you with some ill shit. Like it's because whoever you consider yourself or whoever you project yourself, it created a target for you. So now you have people who are trying to disprove you or this person. You know what I mean? Some people are just hating just to see you fail. Right. Because they don't want to see you this person. You claiming who you are. Because they can't amount to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They wish they could, but they could. You could. You could never. Uh, sit down. <laughs> Let me say that again. You. You could never. On your worst day. Right. On, on my worst day, you could never. On either one of our worst days, and something to go back to about the whole thing. That be a lot of people's problems that they don't know how to be humble. Yeah. And then they end up looking stupid as fuck. Or yeah. apologize. Or apologize. But you know why a lot of people can't apologize? Because they know they're they fucked up and they can't even see, they can't even face their, they can't even apologize to them own selves, or go ahead, sorry. no go no keep going. You, they can't even apologize to their own selves for fucking themselves over. And you have to be taught 
how to communicate. You have to be taught how mm. to apologize. You know, mm. if your parents or your mother never apologized to you, your father never apologized yeah. to you for the things mm. that they did to you, you never learned to admit when you was wrong. Because mm. no adult ever came to you and you was like, you know, I shouldn't have yelled at you or I shouldn't have had that reaction. You know, I shouldn't have done this. Yeah. So a lot of people just go around with this attitude like, I don't care. Like, I'm right, wrong, whatever. I'm going to do yeah. me. And I don't care who it affects, mm-hmm. how it makes people feel, anything like just that. Just me, 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 me. Yeah. yeah, all about me. But Selfish. I feel like empathy could teach you that, though. Like, I feel like yeah. you, you know what I mean, putting yourself in a situation where you hurt somebody's feelings and they just real mm-hmm. with you. Like, yo, you hurt my feelings with that. Like, I feel like if you care enough, you can learn a lesson. But sometimes I think it's, it's, it's just levels, you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. we're involved with people we don't really fuck with, so we're not really learning lessons because mm-hmm. we don't really care to learn from this person or we were just here to kick it, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they could come so a lot up. of times we, when we're being empathetic and we're seeing like how we make other people feel, like the lessons is in there for real, you know what I mean? Because like, I had to learn that way, like just do fucking people over. Like, damn, you should have fucked people <laughs> over. And niggas ain't had, it wasn't fucking me over, so I wasn't going to learn that way, you right. know what I mean? I had to step outside of myself, like, all right, like... Bruh, niggas don't want to be your friends. Niggas are scared. Like, you got to do something different. Like, something you're doing is wrong. Like, if a bunch of complete strangers are saying the same thing about you, like, you're the problem, bro. Well, like, I have to say that these people don't like, meet together to discuss this. Like, yeah. Yeah, your shit stinks and it's loud. And, and a lot of people can see it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And sometimes that's it's too late to change at that point. Yeah. So you got to try to see these things. Like, you got to work on this shit daily and really reflect on how we talk to people. And to how you see that makes them feel. You know what I mean? Because sometimes we just don't give a shit. Sometimes I don't care how I'm talking to you because, like, that's where we at right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And you put us here. So now I really know I have no filter. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then sometimes I find myself overly caring about how I'm talking to somebody. And, like, I'm almost mm-hmm. not saying what I want to say because, like, I care too yeah. much about how, what I, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think we just got to find that balance. Because most people say they want the truth, but they really can't handle the truth. They can't handle that. They don't give themselves the truth. When I see you go give yourself the truth, I know you can't handle handle the truth. You hate truth. Truth and you not friends. Yeah, I don't care about enemies. Mortal enemies. You don't even know what that means. Nigga don't want to see truth on the other side of the street. That nigga better not cross the street near me, nigga. And then I think empaths, because you said at the beginning, like making sure as an empath, you know things to avoid. You gotta avoid people who prey on empaths. Absolutely, yes. a lot of people. Yes. Like, some people can see you coming from a mile away. Perfect example. Put too much of your personal business on social media, telling everybody every time you're sad or upset. Yeah. You're literally giving people the power to know how to come at you yep. and how to manipulate you and move you yep. and use you like a puppet. Everybody don't need to yep. know your motherfucking business every Not time something bad goes in your life. Yeah. So something may go your way today. Why are you telling all of Facebook? Now you just let a hundred some people yeah. know. All your business and how to come at you. You need a journal. That's you need a thing. journal because that's not journal. what Facebook is fucking no, for. No, you know it's not a <laughs> no. journal. Um, and then with people with with empaths, they wear their hearts on their sleeves a lot yeah. because there's different versions of them. And, um, you know, just finding your own ways of grounding and and sticking to them and doing them weekly and daily. And, Whatever you need to do is a big deal too, just to make sure that you are aligning and keeping yourself, yourself accountable for your actions. Oh my gosh, that's a big part of it because a lot of us don't have any accountability for anything. That for we shit, accountability for is shit. Not a thing in our generation <laughs> at all. No. Like I can do what I want. Fuck y'all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the attitude. 
But I think we had to build like that arrogance somewhat in certain situations. You know what I mean? A lot of us went through various different shit in our twenties that we don't know about each other yet mm-hmm. to a full extent. So sometimes this person had to create this version, you know what I mean, to fend against somebody else that we don't even know, like, that they cross paths with at some point in time. I think that's another reason why all this, like, being an empath and reflecting is so important and getting rid of those past versions and, like, not still following to that, fall into that crutch, you know what I mean? Because like, once you start healing and you get in a different space, you got to move different. Like, it can't just be that you heal and then you, like, for a weekend and you go back to doing everything the fuck you was doing. Like, that's not healing. That's not. You just roll like, back. Like, you putting a band-aid on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's not healing. Exactly. Not even a good band-aid. Yeah. Back, so. It ain't waterproof. Shit with that. You know, the universe is only going to give you that same lesson so many fucking times. Yes. Yeah. At you. Until it just screws you over and be like. <laughs> you know what? To, you know, you I'm assist. tired of telling you. <laughs> I told you about 31150 times. Mm. Now you're going to go ahead and handle this shit. We are just going to watch. And um, mm-hmm. may the odds be in your favor. Yeah. Just going to shut up for real. That yeah. that was something that stuck out to me when we was uh, in little, little League sports and shit. Because, like, we, I had a bunch of, like, very aggressive-ass coaches, you know what I mean? So yeah. their message was, like, everything cool, like, when I'm yelling at you and expecting you to do shit. Like, you should be worried when I stop talking to you at all, when I stop Ooh. worrying about you getting better, when I stop correcting you when you're wrong and I just let you be yeah. wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because wow. that's the real problem. But to somebody who can't hear that, getting yelled at, it's all, it automatically shuts them down. They automatically associate with whatever you're saying with something negative because the volume you're at or the, the aggression you're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, people only know how to be themselves. Like, all we all do is project what we know and who we are. Mm-hmm. So you can't take anything personally that anyone else does. Like, they don't know you to be personally targeting this at you. This just triggers something in you, what they saying. But that don't mean they were saying it to trigger this in you. Because mm-hmm. how the fuck would they know this would trigger you? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Other than, like you were saying, you done put this shit out there unknowingly. Yeah. <laughs> you done gave the enemy all the fucking your weaknesses. Everything. You, you fuck around telling people, like, I hate when some people do X, Y, Z. Okay, I wouldn't do X, Y, and Z. A month later, why do people keep doing X, Y, and Z? Because you said. Like, yeah, like, you create that culture. You create that culture for yourself and then, you know, just can't move a certain way by being that way. Mm-mm. You have to have some type of mystique or mysteriousness to you. And especially for us as women, that's just something that, you know, everybody's mom has told them at one point in time. Be, be mysterious. You don't have to tell every side of, of everything. And, and you just always have to be involved in the bullshit. Because trust me, there's always going to be some bullshit. Yeah. Right? You just got to learn to pick your battles. Like, what battle do you want to fight today? Do I really want to fight this battle with a troll or a minion or do I want to go here and sit on my throne peacefully like I like to do any other day like, what am I on today legit it's not even worth the energy like especially eh. for impasse because to yeah. get out of your character like that it takes a way heavier toll on absolutely you will take on whoever you're whoever going you're going to. after so not only am I sending out this energy, but now I gotta go over here, ground myself, calm the fuck down, because right. now I'm completely out. Yeah. yeah. And when I'm out here like this, I'm just I'm running in circles, yeah. fucking up, mm-hmm. losing shit. Where's my keys? Oh you'll my gosh. It. <laughs> you'll find it right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 
Yeah, I think a lot a lot of times with healing, I think one of my favorite words is balance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Really just finding a balance of everything. And I think sometimes we romanticize shit. We make problems bigger than what they are. And then yeah. for other problems, we're not looking at the whole big picture. So in the instance, when I get into something that's just like, all right, like, you know, your heart starts racing. Like, this ain't a normal situation. Like, I might have to react. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? In one way or another. <laughs> right. So the first thing I think is, okay, am I still going to be feeling how I'm feeling an hour from now, a day from now, a week from now? Like, am I that upset or am I just upset right now because this caught me off guard? You feel me? So then it's like, okay, whatever, what are my options to, of reaction? And then what, like, toll does that hold? Because I think a lot of times people just think what can happen today and not how what happened to you today will affect you moving forward. The repercussions. How you yeah. going to beat yourself up in the week because of what you did today. Yeah. The friends you're going to lose because of what you did today. Opportunities, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like questions that you got to ask yourself now because of what you did. Like, damn, am I this kind of person? Like, shit, is this, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah. some shit, like, on the in the long run is so taxing, it's not even worth, like, that can be your only reason for it's not. And you don't need many reasons to not do something. You find that good, solid reason, just don't do it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need five reasons. You just need one good enough reason that you can be like, nope. Yep. Because you're not missing out on shit <laughs> at all. Nope. And sometimes people use that against us, you know what I mean? We're getting older times happening. Like, motherfuckers getting sick, so they'll try to rush you into something and try to speed you up. Mm -hmm. and try. You know, they sound like a fucking used car salesman. Right. I always tell motherfuckers no. When they come at me like that, you come at me a certain way, you dress me a certain way, I say no. And that's a higher level of accountability because I got to be prepared to go without whatever the fuck you do have to yeah. offer. Because you yeah. have something to offer, not whether it benefits me or not. You feel me? It's we don't know. Yeah. But you got something. So I got to already be ready to say fuck it. And that comes with no. And that's why sometimes two people don't say no. That's why they say yes. Because they don't want to piss this person off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't give a fuck about pissing nobody off. And it's, it's more or less because people have been pissing me off my whole life. So I get it. We just going to piss each other off. Fuck it. Listen, you can't even care that. about it. See, and I used to care. Like a lot. Yeah. yeah Some people are just going to piss you off. They ain't said hi to you to try to figure out how to piss you off because you look too happy in this bitch. Who is this person? Why everybody know them and they like them and they got some nice shit. Like, why? Why? Like, how dare you be happy in and my life? Comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. And you'd be <laughs> surprised about how many people, not really surprised, um, you know, seeing life, but how many people are. Yeah haters of yeah. folks who are the light, you know, just walking like, nah, I'm not here to start no beef, I'm just here to enjoy life, smoke a little weed yeah. and chill, listen to some great music, let's yeah. have some good times and do dope shit and yeah. <laughs> be a vibe right, and be a whole vibe but there's hella people out there like that that's why I choose, personally I'm always on guard, and most of those situations, like I was a third party I, I'm yeah. almost laughing when I be in my head and a motherfucker come to me and they don't really know me like that. And they talking about another motherfucker. And really, like, talking about him like I was just going to be on board. Like, I was going to throw in some jokes and but shit. yeah, yeah. And now I don't fuck with you. And I'm just waiting to see who all you about to talk about in this bitch. Because yeah, I need my intel, too. But now, like, I more and more, I'm just getting turned off. The more you talking... You yeah. see this motherfucker, she thinks she, and I'm like, who are you, Ooh, though? Who you think you her. are? Tell her that she yeah, and why, and why you feel so comfortable to come to me? You don't know me. Why you come to me with this like I was going to be like you? I'm, I'm nothing like you. But thanks for everything you did. I love those people because now I don't even have to think about whether the fuck, like, you showed me. Yep. Stay I away from me. <laughs> Nothing. Ever. 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 And, and I'm a petty nigga, that. so now I'm going to no. all them people and be whispering and looking at yeah. you. Like, uh, 
Yeah. Act like we talking about something. This nigga gonna think I'm telling you something. Yeah. Cause now you done lost everybody, bro. Like you was like, I hate the, the the divide and conquer people when they get in a group and they try to split everyone up. You know what I mean? Like Woo. a group is a group. If we can't sit and talk about shit in a group, we ain't no group. This ain't a group setting. But if everyone's talking individually, it's and it's, so I always scope those people say. out. You know what I mean? It's so much. I it's so much I want to always scope those people out. And it's like, okay, cool, bet, bet. So this, like, it's just, it's, it's things that once you start putting boundaries on people, you'll start feeling bad. You know what I mean? You feel guilty. We feel like, but this shit is necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this shit is necessary. Protecting your peace comes first. It doesn't matter how anybody else feels when it comes to protecting your peace. Because if they really cared about your peace, they wouldn't feel offended that you're protecting your peace. They would understand. Absolutely. So the fact that they don't understand, they wasn't even equipped to whatever y'all was doing. So they and they just showed you. You feel me? Like (laughs) they wasn't qualified for this job, but you hired their ass anyway. And that's your accountability. And then on the deeper end, you can't. You still can't be mad at them because you allowed them to do every little thing they did because you could have told them no you feel me you could have got mm-hmm. rid of them but i'm a bad guy if i tell you that what well, i'm not doing it no more yeah exactly so you <laughs> it's a lose lose yeah. so you might as well you know I'm you might as well do what you want to do up front keep your feeling back a little bit because <laughs> it's going to happen it's going to end the same it's going to end the same way no matter when that's that's the meaning of we don't get to pick a day something ends and sometimes things end without our control we try to start it back up this shit already yeah. ended yeah. You playing with <laughs> like you playing with a damn horse. Like this shit is shit already done. Last yeah, you rode it as much as you was gonna ride it. Y'all went to the corner store, you had fun. But now it's done. Sorry. Now I feel like this is that's why I love these conversations, you know what I mean? Cause this would be real life shit. This be shit you can actually use. In your real life, at like, your bro, job, in you. your relationship, you know, I everything. See you, right? I see you. I got four eyes. I wear glasses. <laughs> and I wear fifth kind, like bifocal, so I can see you times 16, magnified. Like, who do you think you're fooling with, weirdo? Hey, y'all are the new interesting <laughs> time where niggas love witches now. Witches is true. Oh my and gosh. It's so weird and because why do y'all like me? I don't kill that. you I on accident. <laughs> and you like me. You're fucking weird right there. I want her. Oh, where's my water? And it's it's uh it's it's cute because sometimes they'll fetish or you know they're like ooh a witch. I'm like you don't even know like you don't even know what you're stepping to. Um, go back to Mother Mary. And right, go back. Right. Go on back. <laughs> you don't even want you know because you're not, ready. you're not ready because the minute that I you know pull something out this little bag that I got you know your eyes get big. It's just now you're scared. Now you're scared. You're scared. Something bad I didn't mean to dig with shit. <laughs> Your mom keep looking at me funny. I don't, I'm going to have to dress one of y'all. And that's when they ready to break up with me. That's when they got it. Like, damn. Mm. And then you know when the motherfucker's stuck. When you They, like, take you there. And I'm like, bro, I will read you your rights. I will let you know everything I know about you. Legit. You don't know shit. All right, oh, bet. Okay. So let me start telling you what I know, what I didn't see. And then they shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Or they be like, you <laughs> No one crucified you. Don't, no one crucified you. They just told you what you needed to do. Who you 
been talking to? How, how you know all of this? Like, what do you mean? I watched you. I seen you do it. I seen it. Niggas don't understand. I speak so many languages. Like, and body language is my first language I ever mm-hmm. learned. And that's the one to get you out of a lot of shit. Because niggas will really tell you every. You just got to watch them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the second one, like, is just listening. Because like, most people, again, they'll tell you what the fuck they do. You just got to listen. And sometimes we distract them. Like, We'll try to help them finish sentences or give or them corral. thoughts and ideas, but you should have just let them but like ramble <laughs> all the fuck they had to say because they would have told you everything. <laughs> now you got them thinking and shit like, well, I shouldn't tell them this. They a little mm. smart. Yeah. I love when niggas think I'm dumb because now you about to try to talk smart around me and again, you telling me everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't even got to, because I'm a person instantly, I used to just, I, I was always judged my whole life. So I started picking that up, just forming judgment and separating niggas in judgment and not yeah. picking and picking and you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I realized shit about judgment is the niggas who only really care about it is the people that got something to hide. The people worried mm. about being judged. Yes. Because I never gave a fuck. You know what I mean? And niggas done said everything in the book. Like, and I ain't never, because I know the truth and you, you don't know shit. <laughs> and now I kind of think this is about you because how would you know so much about this? What are you trying to hide? Yeah, and why are you trying to point it out at me? So now I really think it's about you. Yeah. So when I start flipping that on niggas, like, now you're stuck. Now you get it. Like, oh, this nigga do magic. And I'm like, <laughs> and I've had Christian women like legit break up with me over this shit. Yeah. Like, it was deep. And I told them too, I'll go to church with you. I grew up in church. It's the I, whole Bible. The whole joke in there. I was like, I might, I might yeah. burn the up a whole... little bit when I walk in, but it's cool. I get comfortable and adjusted. Nah, we ain't going. Fuck that. Nah, fuck I'm, that. I'm going to say it. The whole Bible is a spell book. But, Hell you know, yeah. when, when you're ready for that conversation. You can come back, um, and you know, slide in the DMs. You know, the whole book of Psalms. The whole book of Psalms twenty three. What the best protection spell ever? But you know, go ahead, continue to do. Think what you think. But it's kind of like it's kind of like irony. You know what I mean? It's kind of like what karma is because they don't have they don't wield the power to Mm -hmm. bring life to the spell. So Mm -hmm. even that they use the spells and use the book, it doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. It oh, gives you a, it's like a placebo. It gives you a false sense of, of real happiness, <laughs> but, it's, but it's not. This ain't You're real. Not using it correctly. Yeah, <laughs> happiness ain't seasonal. It don't just come and go and come and go. Yeah, the last five years I was miserable, but happiness back. I'm good again. <laughs> and it came back around. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm always happy. Happy ain't about smiling or having a good day or having a bad uh-huh. day. To me, my happiness comes through my security. I can wake yeah. up every day and I make every choice in my life for me. I don't have somebody tell me I got to be here and do this and do something I don't like. I don't got to do shit to compromise myself. I'm not around people who don't live like I live. You know what I mean? So, like, that's happiness. It's choices and making the choices that you can live with. But people who make back-to-back choices that don't benefit them, don't interest them, you're not investing in yourself. <laughs> like, you're not happy. At all. Living for other people. Quick decisions, irrational. You making them happy, but you ain't happy. You helping them make themselves happy, mm-hmm. but you're not happy. You know what I mean? And sometimes I've I've had that a lot to people. They chase their sense of happiness through them thinking they're making me happy. Mm. But you already got a happy person, so it's kind of yeah. like fools go. Like you can't use my success to your advantage. This is shit I was already gonna do with or without you. With or without you. You just happen to be in a room. So you can't go to your people like, oh yeah, guess what I did today? You stood in a room today. That's what <laughs> you're talking about. That's all it really was. You better not tell them you did what I did and tell them you did it for me because yeah. then we're going to have problems. And again, I got people around. They hear shit. You feel me? So I'm, it's going to get back to me. Yeah. That's absolutely. how. That's, that's the part of spirituality that really hit me like in the beginning because I've yeah. always used to hear the voices. But 
I was ignoring them. You know, I didn't know who they were. Yeah. And when you first start hearing voices, your guard is going to be up. You think somebody trying to rob you or like somebody trying to get over on you. Like somebody trying to take advantage of you. Like, who yeah. the fuck voice is this? Like, why are you telling me to do this, nigga? Hold up. Or uh, six cents. Yeah. And then you figure out that voice is you. Like, that's oh, wait, you talking on. to you, telling you to do what's best for you because yeah. you know what the fuck is best for you. Because yeah. you have seen everything, you know everything. You've been with yourself every second since you've been born. You know the most about yourself. You are your own best Consciously friend. Consciously and subconsciously, you know. So uh, on the back end, we compromise ourselves by not listening to that voice. We're, tearing, mm. we're creating two versions of ourselves. The shit that comes through Christianity, like the angel and the devil on your shoulder. Yeah. Which is really an imbalanced person because every part, every voice in your head can speak different languages, tones, whatever, but they should be on the same wavelength. They should understand we're doing this. This is what we're doing. This right. is how this person moves. Right. You get what I'm saying? So to have two sides of you that disagree with you on everything, how the fuck is your life? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what am I eating today? Disagrees. What am I wearing today? It's two sides. What You know what I mean? <laughs> Who am I texting today? It's two different voices. <laughs> This person. Am I going to be lazy today? I'm going to work today. It's two different voices, two different logics. Like, how? how? Yep, and that and that just goes to show you, going back to the empathy thing, why it's so important to watch people yeah. that do these things. Because I don't want to put up with that every day. Yeah. Mm-mm. I get frustrated easily. And if I get frustrated, then what are we going to do? Yeah. Now I gotta shake the room. I don't yeah. wanna do that, you know? I just wanna sit down sometimes. I currently just wanna fight this sinus infection. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you think I wanna fight you, bitch? But, um, I really just feel. Ghetto, man. That's not ghetto, that's love in that room. Um, I, I really just feel like make sure with empaths that you don't let people objectify you. Yeah. As a prop. Mm. Yes. Because yeah. people will do that and, and they'll show their hand and it'll just be like that. And won't care about you at all. At all. Not <laughs> care about you at all. And I hope the people who are uh, snooping in on. I oh, don't mean to throw shade. So sorry, I didn't mean to go there. So fuck. But I'm here now. <laughs> and I hope the folks who are. <laughs> Rapper weed. <laughs> we know you're here. We know you're listening. Um, <laughs> please pick up this message is for you, baby. Okay, we love you. <laughs> rapper weed. That's if niggas want to know bipolar. That nigga was bipolar. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? We're all just. They told niggas to be cool at the end of that. He said, you came in crazy as fuck. I got my dick in my head to be cool, motherfucker. They told everybody to be cool about it. It's cool though. <laughs> yeah, and that's why. Right after, okay. And people was real life jamming to it. Like, that's not. It made so much sense. It made sense at the time. Yeah. Now I'm like, 
Where, what? <laughs> I need to know the, the arena, the venue. Like, where are you walking into? Because that changes things, too. He did that before. Is this a wedding that you had? A, like, a couple where are of times. A couple of times. What type of party was this weekend? High school reunion. He came in hot. Be cool, though. It's all right. It's just my dick in my hand, guys. It's It's okay. That's like walking in a bank. Like, this is a gun. This is a gun. Everybody just keep it's, doing what y'all know, doing. It's nothing. Relax. I have a license for this. I know like, what y'all think, but y'all don't know shit. Just chill. Make a deposit. No, but... Uh, <laughs> I didn't even need to go there. What he said was so powerful, that's never going to leave your mind. You're going to no. be 70 like, I can't believe this I nigga. I can't believe you know, when he was a kid, when he was a kid, he used to go out there and go, and he had a song and it went, like, <laughs> 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 my dick in my ass. Be cool. Be cool. And they're going to be like, mom, girl, mom's losing her mind. Like, that was not me. Nah, no, they used nah. to be in the club going crazy, man. Y'all don't know shit. <laughs> Hands in the air. Okay? Your generation weak, man. You don't have no fun. Prior to our generation, if you ever, like, research, like, the 1940s and 30s, like, underground black music, they was talking about pussy oh, yeah. oh, they, they, they was raunchy as fuck, too. Going to the sock hop going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? What you think of Jackson? crazy in the like, head. Like, whoa, what? Yes. I'm like, yeah, if you think about it fantasy wise, cool in the hay, but in real life, this shit ain't practical. Like, this <laughs> hay gonna be everywhere and mud, like, nah, fuck all that. I couldn't listen to that shit. It was nonsense, man. Yeah. We had there's freaks in every era. <laughs> and the freaks be having fun, yeah, nigga. Niggas at work, they outside. Let your freak flag fly. Okay? Never likes them niggas ever. That was mainly what the black people were accused of, right? Back in that time yeah. we were being freaks and we were just listening to music and saying shit like I came in with my dick in my head. Be yeah. cool. And Mandingo, people like that. Yeah. <laughs> Superhead. Yeah, we've done a lot. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sexually. <laughs> we've done a lot. <laughs> we've given a lot to the world. But Tip you drill. know what, though? Literally. So did the generation before us. It's yes. so funny when you sit down and listen to certain stories, you'd be surprised. Like uh, that one nigga who married Marvin Gates. Wife oh, oh, Bobby Womack. Yeah, Bobby Womack. No, that was Sam. Sam Cook. Sam Cook. Yeah, that's Bobby Womack and Sam Cook. That's a bad motherfucker. I stole your bitch and I got you off on a funeral. And then married. Sign there, my nigga. Didn't he marry the daughter, too? And then married, broke up with the wife and married the daughter. Woo! Yeah. You just upgrade all through life. That's a bad thing. Nowadays, if it hits the media, it's a hashtag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all better be offline. Hashtag crucified. Y'all yeah, better be offline with it. Oh, yeah. So, how do y'all feel about, like, um, so I know y'all heard of, like, or have been to Princeton and shit. I've been. Someone has. I heard some I went a couple times. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. It's like but a I've swingers club. I used to have lunch there. Don't look too deep into that, people. I just be outside. Like I know a lot of people. <laughs> I met somebody. Like, was that it a food there. truck or they have a kitchen? Nah, they got like seating areas and shit, like lounges and shit. Huh. You can bring food in there at certain times. 
Yeah, but if you got like a member, you, there's certain memberships. Oh, if yeah. you got certain memberships, you can just have access to that bitch for real. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. I like I love I like that we it's can a lifestyle be club. More open with shit like lifestyle. that. You know what I mean? Cuz people really had to live in secrecy. Like people yeah. used to get killed for shit like that. Yeah. And they still do. Motherfuckers find out y'all having key parties and shit. Yeah. Like they really used to start, start following you home yeah. and shit. You know what I mean? That shit is crazy. Like how could you be that pressed? Are you uh, not getting no ass? Like what is it? Honestly. How could you be that sad that people having sex near you? Yes. In the neighborhood and you ain't and they're not even in your house or your bed, but it's <laughs> near you. Their sexuality. Yeah. So when they see somebody that's comfortable with their sexuality, they don't they know how they're uncomfortable mm-hmm. with it because it's like, how dare, dare they you? be so yeah. comfortable with themselves? Yeah. Like they're doing it despite you. <laughs> yeah, like. And I think that's what the older generation is like, is seeing with us, and especially the, the new one coming up. Like, how are you so free with your. Yeah. We watched them not show no breast, no leg, nothing. It was boring as fuck. And we also like watched y'all TV. burn your bras. And then when I got HBO, it changed life. Oh, skin changed life. I got BT uncut. My life Tip changed. drill. Tip drill changed everything. 504 boys. But the thing was, they were so pretty, but there was so much sexual assault and rape and Absolutely. different things rampant, you know, Hush, whereas too. now it's like that's Hush. not acceptable. Yeah. But too, that, okay a lot of that, that filming was in the hood, hood. You know what I mean? The hood was way different back then yeah. than mm-hmm. it is now. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Now you're going to get a substitute teacher throwing that ass on OnlyFans. It's how the world should be. <laughs> it's absolutely. It's how the world it be. is. That's not just for strippers. That's why everybody no. shits on strippers, because strippers can do shit like that. But a teacher can't do shit like that. Now they can. Now they can get on that pole. Well, do know. it. I support sex. <laughs> I mean, they don't get paid enough. Let's they really yeah. don't get paid so, enough. You know? I they really don't. They either raise their pay and let them get school supplies and all the things that they or need. Or don't be mad that she's thrown it in a circle. That she has yeah. to more to make more money Raise so that she can take more home. Yeah. niggas this is a perfect you helping everybody and she's out probably furnishing what else you got what else can you do maybe if the school board gave me a budget i wouldn't have to shake my ass no that, and that's real yeah no but for real <laughs> that's well that too will make noise because that'll start looking crazy once they find out teachers are doing that they're gonna mm-hmm. have to start paying y'all more you feel me? Because yeah. they gonna it's gonna look super lot. crazy that y'all having to do this <laughs> just to live, yeah. just to pay your bills. Just and and I mean the pandemic taught us that the parallelogram. The parallelogram, right? And we're in, we're in a parmesan. The parallelogram. 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 Parmesan. Point Dexter. Paramore. <laughs> I hate COVID so much. Corona was so sexy. I, that's why they changed it. Coronavirus, that was sexy. Niggas was making rap songs from it. They said, oh, fuck. Why did we make it to it? God damn it. <laughs> we need a new scientific name. They having too much fun. <laughs> they say that motherfucker quit. Uh uh, he got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this though: what a time to be alive! The first couple of months of the pandemic, everybody had nineteen point two. Hell but yeah, it was excellent. Those were some good. Now, I drank as much as I never got some liquor from a booster oh since twenty twenty. Hell yeah. Um, my boosters had liquor memberships in 2020. Shit, that was amazing. life, man. We got to get back to that. Right, I can't wait for the show to shut down again. Hey, by the week, they just show up with three rare bottles. Listen, listen, listen. Like, I love the life. That 19 <coughs> yeah, That's what you knew if a nigga had his money. Yeah. 
They got the, the bottle. Neck and bottle. We we is uh but then again at the same time we was drunk by ten because everybody had to be home by ten. Hell yeah. So it was some good times. I was actually waking up on time this morning. Shit, I was furloughed, so I <laughs> no, was uh, I out like, here. A crazy For idea. Real. We're gonna have to do like a fucking um, <laughs> A fucking timeline of all like our drinking stages. You know what Ooh. I mean? Like where you started. Definitely the Four Loco era. That was a zombie. Was oh a my gosh. Yeah, Four Loco was a wild. That was a wild, wild west outside. That was, anything that was. Could anything was could happen. Time. Anything could happen. I don't really remember a lot. Like, That's I good. Really that means you did it. That means you did it right. You did that means you did it right. Did it right. <laughs> sometimes my old friends from high school would be like, Do you remember when this such such? Here's a picture from and I'll be like, Mm hmm. Um, it was MD I'll 2020 for me. this down deep. Why are you bring this up? <laughs> <laughs> this night never happened. Don't talk about this night. Yeah. I started with vodka. Great Moose and Bellevue. That was yeah. my first. But we was trying like, we was bad kids. I was we trying were. like King Cobra and shit when I was younger. Yeah. We was bad. We did the MD So beer was yeah, literally my first thing I ever drank was some beers. And we spit that shit. That shit was disgusting. I was probably like 11. Who was it? What kind of um, it was some old head beer. They used to drink random like local old head beer. I don't even remember what the fuck it was. Called forty five. But the shit, yeah, shit like that. But the shit I really fucked with. Ice House. I hate Ice House. Silver House. They drank that when I was in Kentucky. See, I drank in a lot of different places, and niggas really drink different depending on where you at. They do. Like they got a whole different taste palette of shit they like. It's crazy how that, but I get it. But it's crazy. They look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Like what? And I just like trying shit, so I'm that nigga. Like, if I can't pick, I'm just gonna get something new. I yeah. ain't never had. Fuck it, get me drunk. Fuck it. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember the MB 2020 days that come with Jaka Vodka. Oh my gosh, Thunderbird. I don't know. Don't ask me why. Ghettos. Yeah, it was. <laughs> no, so what it was? Yes. That one. went hard. It did. I used to get them in the Long Islands. Mm-hmm. I Fresh out of high school. I think it back to every bottle you done unscrewed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, my wildest time was definitely Bacardi 151. We oh my god. Uh, in college, we drank that to I warm up to go. Like, if we were late to the party and they had the little $10 I bottle. Oh, oh, my chest is getting warm right now just thinking about it. Jeez, yeah. that was a chest. That's when Fireball came out. That was when I was yeah. drinking that. That's when Fireball was like blowing up. Yeah, Gold everybody or whatever that was. Everybody yeah, was Ghost like, like yeah. Put the skull specs in the. That was like 08, 07, 08. I don't have time. Remember Nikki's, uh, what was it, Nouveau? Nouveau was my shit. Yeah, remember Nouveau? <laughs> I, I mixed Nouveau, Nouveau with the liquor. Yeah. yeah. Nouveau, make that champagne, with champagne. What, yeah, what, champagne? What was it? Sparkling champagne. Is it a T-Pain? I thought it was Nicky's. I thought it was Nicky's. It was, was Nicky's. Yeah, Nicky yeah. had a few drinks. Then she had pink, I think, too. She had a few drinks yeah, come out. She was dropping drinks at a little bit. Shut the fuck up. And then she was hypnotic. Bossing up. Yeah, this was like 07 08. Who was hypnotic? Hypnotic. Um, they're black, I know that, but I don't know who. Okay. But hypnotic was lit. The fucking Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah. I was drinking pandas and shit at the club, fucking Patron and Henny. I was a club promoter, like so. I drank for free. That's that was my first thing asking when I promote. Like, what's my what's my bar tab? Like, get that in writing. You (laughs) have to let all the bartenders know that I'm what my tab is because I'll be right here as soon as I come here. I'm getting a drink and I'm casually drink throughout the night and use this tab up every night. Yeah, every night. If I'm not even just to get a drinks away, because they'll stop, they'll lower your shit when they see you ain't using. I be using them bitches every night. Uh, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so 
So I was getting fucking lit. Let me get four right here. My favorite phase was like I had a margarita phase. And it was okay. like, yeah, it was like straight Taco Tuesdays. Like, you just go out and get them big-ass iced margaritas from the Mexican spots. Yeah. I was getting introduced to tequila because I've been drinking, like, brown most mm-hmm. of my life. Yeah. Like, it's either cognac, whiskey, like, what you know, I fuck with all brown. Yeah. Right. Tequila, I'm too unpredictable in tequila. I, I mean, tequila. I wasn't ready for that in my 20s. I love tequila. I would have killed somebody and not even yeah. knew what I was doing. That's yeah. The yeah. That, yeah, that's that, that's that dark. Yeah, and I stepped on him, and he said, excuse me and everything, and I'm just step stomping you out. Like, what the fuck? That's what tequila would do. <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't me. It's the tequila. Oh, Henny, I'm cool. I'm chilling. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I am no. torturous. It's a I never used to think women in Henny mixed. No, no, it makes no, y'all it crazy. It does. It does. It makes y'all yeah, crazy. It's, yeah. it's, it's like testosterone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Get over here. I'm fighting motherfuckers. <laughs> like, did you just bump me, bitch? Like, <laughs> did what? you say excuse me? No, she did. These bitches in here looking weird. Like, Do these crackheads want to fight? And I'm gonna get that one. And these crackheads look like they want to go. Hang it out the window. Tupac. That's great. So, yeah, that's <laughs> and I'm just too aware as a nigga, so I'm like, yeah, I'm grabbing you as a nigga, like, yeah, it's time to go home. Nah. Like, night over. <laughs> Close out our tap. Night over. <laughs> let me get her out of here. Y'all ain't about to let me. You said you ain't never finished a chair around that bottle when you did last night. Woo. Yeah. That's what happens when you finish with you. I turn that Tupac. Bitch, you turn for real. These crackheads want to fight? Tupac's back. Yes. I think towards the end of your 20s, you're like, fuck it, I'm never drinking no more. And in 30s, you realize you're going to be drinking your whole life. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) You just accept it at 30. Like, I'm about to just be, this is what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. like, I got to eat. I I got to drink. Yeah, like, drink. You come to appreciate, you appreciate the different liquors, you know, like, I should, let me get on a tequila tasting, yeah, let me yeah. go see what these are, because there is a difference between the different tastes. So do y'all mix wine and liquor at the same time? Oh, absolutely. I've done that, but that's, it, I don't do that no more. Does it mix well? No, not at all. No, that was like the most turn, I got the fastest. Yeah. It's quick. It's well, like, I ain't got it's that sneaky buzz. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's sneaky buzz. Yeah. 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 Thug, that was the best really description of wine I had. Yeah. Wine, wine definitely like make you want to kiss. Yeah. I'm drinking some wine, nigga. We kissing tonight. Intertwine y'all's arms, drinking and shit. <laughs> what you want to do in five years, man? Right. I mean, you got some people who said to them bitches back and I'm ready to fuck shit up. I'm fucking the city. Give me my bathroom with Casamigos. Come back. Your clothes still on, nigga. Why you take that wine shit, nigga? It's my thing. Blow them pedals out. Get them pedals off the bed. I don't want Get that. Get them pedals off the bed. Is it February already? This is Casamigos. You over here trying to cuddle. Right, what? He said, break the whip out. I don't know. I think I'm getting to the age as a male. Like, I like high sex better than drunk sex. Drunk sex don't hit the same no more because I don't drink as much as I used to. So sometimes when I get drunk, I just be, I ain't there. I ain't coherent. Like, I'm only thinking about going to bed and somewhere else. That's it. Yeah, like I just yeah. know when you're sick. Yeah, I gotta wait here and be still before I get 
start getting dizzy. Like, yeah, you know, so you want me to get on a roller coaster? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I ain't going to I'm, I'm not here. I'm not here. <laughs> Especially if you feel it on your stomach. You feel that liquor See, on your stomach. Exactly. That's a young person's game. It's a young person's game. Nobody wants their legs above their head with a stomach full of <laughs> Nothing about this is fun. No, you should stop. I'm gonna talk about you in the morning like a dog. Wait till I hit. Why would you do that? Y'all are nuts, man. I don't be wanting to go through that shit. The fuck is this? Yeah. Y'all new, y'all new age women are hard to please sexually. Yeah. Consistently. Why? But it's it's because of like toys and experiment. Because like y'all be really having a lot. So I feel like when we were I younger, like women weren't really outside as much. Like there was hoes, and then there was people that was unexperienced. He said we. But I feel and like now me. everybody is just exploring. First of all, I'll be like, like, I please everybody trying now. new shit. No, but I feel like men wasn't required necessarily to right there. say words. Absolutely, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, you want to fuck get married, you want to have children, you know, this is what we're doing, yeah. this yeah. is the plan. It doesn't matter how the no. sex is. Yeah, like it's it about having kids. We're not trying to do none of that. I don't give a damn about your G spot or nothing. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, not, I can agree with that. Yeah, so I feel like now that. Shit, they didn't even really know. Yeah. Niggas thought money is what kept y'all cool. Now it's like, nigga, I got my own money and I probably got more to give. Ten years ago, niggas ain't no. no. That's what I'll be having to Because now with. we're like equals almost because yeah. we're yeah. working, we're both working. Niggas just you know, starting to work for women. Yeah. 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 yeah, so it's like I'm not going they for the okie doke. Then no. there's no emotions like women, then we're definitely equal. Like yeah. equal your period today, sis. <laughs> uh, is that why y'all be having side niggas? For the dick, I can't speak on that because I. I can't. I have side niggas, and I like to cheat because that's just what I've been conditioned to do. Because I've been in not so healthy relationships in the past ten years of my life, and that's who I am. And I'm gonna work on what I want to work on when I want to work on it. Okay, I respect that. You know, I think you're gonna cheat on me and I ain't gonna cheat on you. You got another thing coming. I grew up with boys. And I feel that. I think I so. I always been, I'm always, always curious <laughs> why women cheat. I think men and women cheat for different reasons. I don't think it's just because they can. Doing. I feel like nah, we don't cheat because we can. You know. Why do y'all do why that? Y'all do we it? cheat because we come into things looking for a certain amount of shit. Let's say I'm looking for 10 things and the person I'm with can only give me three of them. Like, I'm not about to go without these 10 things. So I'm gonna find people who can give me those other seven things. Give you three three because there ain't many people out there that can give you ten of those things. <laughs> so, Three's so, not even half. I know. You see how we be feeling? <sighs> Y'all should be honest. We are. You know what I mean? Women all in tow, we ain't together, but tell everybody else we together and walk and move and think. Okay, and I feel like you on that. Niggas <laughs> are very honest. No. <laughs> I People hear that. what they want to hear. That's a difference sure. than somebody not Women do honest. have a really big problem with <laughs> But, but then again, honest. I feel like there's a lot of men that don't say what they mean. I, I, I feel I like there is a lot of men they might like, not just because they wanna, not don't want to hurt feelings. I agree. You know? I agree. Right. But, but y'all are emotional. Navigate women's emotions. They don't y'all are emotional people. Yeah. It's like okay, a, but wait, wait, wait. These new age niggas is almost as emotional as that. Absolutely, we Actual. had to be. We had to find middle ground. We had to start giving ourselves the things that we was looking for from women that we wasn't getting. We had to start giving ourselves. I don't think that's what it is, though. That's I exactly think it's the mom. It I think it's the moms. 
I mean, y'all know how I feel. Y'all know how I feel. I, I, I feel like I behind every black you. man that, you know, or every man that's, like, kind of emotionally kind of crippled or doesn't know how to deal with his emotions, there's a mom behind him that didn't. If she's a single mother, if he didn't have a father in his life, there's a mom that enabled him for a very long time to be unaccountable for oh, how he shit. treats women, including her. Oh, because yeah. I know a lot of men that they don't treat the women well because they don't necessarily, their moms don't require them to do what they should as a son for them. So what's the expiration date on that? So when does it become on him and his accountability to change it and not his mom's responsibility to do it's, something different? Yeah, well, it's mean, not his mom's responsibility, but the thing so is... So we can't blame the mom. I'm not... <laughs> I do. I, I, I do. <laughs> we gotta blame him. I personally, I get what you're saying, but it's, it's levels it's like that with a nigga because niggas don't him. think how. Again, we don't think how y'all think. We don't think. We very rarely think off emotion. We think off logic. Right. So it's a woman cannot build up a man. Like I'm gonna tell women that. Like you cannot build up a man. You can find a man who's like you want. You can add to him and build up parts of him, but you can't make him or shape him. He's going to do what he wants to do no matter what you say, no matter how you feel. Y'all niggas can cheat back and do all that shit. And it'll hurt that nigga, but he'll heal from that and move on from that. Because like, we think we're supposed to heal. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so that's that's the real issue that women are having is niggas are starting to know they worth. And the problem that Ooh. that bows is it separates the niggas who have no worth. And now women can't yeah. pretend like these are worth, like, niggas, they're worth niggas something. Niggas are worth something. Well, we yeah. were saying, too, like, y'all dating yeah. worthless, like, niggas. the niggas who gas you and want to fuck you don't want to marry that's you. That's not a brag. That's, that's not That's, that's, that's not a flex. Brand. That's accountability. Women don't take no accountability. A woman will have several different this baby dads with niggas several different kids, and she will no. still blame niggas. niggas. She will say men ain't shit. She will say niggas ain't shit. She will say, oh, he didn't do this, he didn't do this. Is the blah blah blah, but it's like after the first time, yeah. why didn't you sit back and reevaluate <clears throat> what you're looking for in a man and why exactly. you chose somebody like him to father your children? Exactly, yeah. in a or fact, child. <laughs> and I think they don't realize what they're doing to this man because now you're putting him in a compromising position. I've been in this situation, I like. I love my mom to death, you know what I mean? Me and my mom don't have the best relationship, but it's a really good relationship, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, and it's better than what it was. But parts of me, I used to even lie for women because I was the, protecting what I knew my mom was. You know exactly, what I mean? Yeah. So it was like when I started to get older, I had to set like we really have to hold ourselves accountable and transcend because you'll really start seeing life for what it is. And I had to separate people from that because, yeah, you can say like I can do everything for you. I love you. But if this person is not doing it for you, do they love you back? And if this person is putting you in a compromising position, they can't call this love. You get what I'm saying? No matter who so at the end of the day, like how other people treat you affects the people in your life. They don't want to see people beating you up, mistreating you, talking shit about you. So if you choose to stay in environments like this, you're affecting me, whether yes. you agree with it or know it or not. So yes. you can't say you love me or you're giving love and, and love can't be one sided. So eventually, like, what we started to learn as men, because we were going through that. A lot of us had fucked up relationships with our moms. And it wasn't, they didn't know how to raise us, because we were going through, like, we was outside. We was learning more than they could even fathom we was learning. Yeah. And, two, I got older parents. Yeah. My mom had me at 32. You know what I mean? So, like, and I'm the youngest. So, like, they, when I was growing up, when I was 16, I left when I was 16. So, like, it was different for me. Because, like, they was pretty much in bed at nine. <laughs> like, right. we, I really had a life like I was an adult. You know what I mean? As a child, me and my brother was going to clubs and shit. They, would, they didn't know they had no idea. This nigga in and out of juvie, in and out of prison. Like, it, it's just what it was. 
So they, at one point in time, literally, I remember my mom saying, like, she told my brother, like, I just can't raise you. Like, I don't even know what to do. Because we were saying things, too, to her. And she's like, man, kids understand this. And we understood everything. Like, you can't lie to us about why we ain't got this, why we ain't doing that. We know why. Yeah. We see where the money going. We see how shit's moving. You yeah, can't. Right. And we making our own money, so I know everything that's happening. Right. So what do you do with a person like that that you can't lie to? What do you do with a person you can't manipulate or you can't deceive? Tell the truth. They you force you to be honest. You get what I'm saying? So now So now you become that person yeah. who is forcing everyone around you to be honest. You're like, great, this is admiral. This is a great thing. And then you start realizing a lot of niggas is liars because they not telling you the truth. And right. you're forcing them to tell you the truth because you've already showed them I can't be lied to. So now at this point, you don't have a choice. You got to tell me the truth or you got to lie to me and disrespect me and know like this ain't love. You know what I mean? So our generation started to understand that because we wanted shit to change. Like I can't in no aspect of my life just sit and be like, I'm cool with this. Like if I'm not cool with it, I won't ever be cool with it. I won't accept this tomorrow on Thursday on Sunday. Every day I will have the same animosity towards how much I don't like this shit until it changes. You get what I mean? So that's what changed from from them. They did do us a favor by set. They settled in a lot of areas. And it opened doors for us. It allowed us to do certain things. You know right. what I mean? I could smoothly go to college like I did. That was different 20 years before than when I had went. Yep. This was the first black person going to this college. Niggas is throwing shit at you in your class. Niggas is throwing your lunch on the ground every day. Most people who can't wouldn't have been able to go through that. Right. They would have broke week one and left their school. Uh-huh. We-, we all seen people in high school get bullied out of their school. So imagine going to your school and you're the only black person there. <coughs> and you got to stay there for four years just so other people in the future can start going here comfortably. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then it just gave me a sense of, I, like, we got to do more. Like, so many people before us fucking paved the way. Right. And if you yeah. even remotely understand what your ancestors are and what they had to live and go through, and some of them had zero fun and entertainment and no weed and no none. drink and no pussy and no nothing. Their whole life was work. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's disheartening to see when some people just choose fun, and the fun all day, and kick it all day, and it's my bro. You know what people had to? How many backs were broken to fucking yeah. get you here? And we can't even get off of, uh, what Facebook for a day, or yeah. you know, it's, it's not buy from a certain store from a, for a week or whatever the case may be. Like we have no discipline when it comes to exactly. like the advancement of our people or just the betterment of our families and our children's and. Mm-hmm. You know. yeah. And to tie it back, a lot of that just really comes from uh, the parents, not how, how you was Facts. raised. For real, like Facts. it really goes back to how you was raised and what was valued when you was growing up. Facts. Yeah. What, what, what you valued and what your what you were taught to value. What your makes people valued. Yeah. yeah, what yeah. really makes you and shapes you. You know, you by all means can go out and learn and be your own person, right. but how you're raised really does. Affect how you treat others, how you treat yourself, you know, how you think, how you go about things, how you go about problems, you know. It's your foundation of who you are as a human. Really? As an adult. I always say you can always tell a person by how they treat their family, their parents, how they act towards their family. I like to always ask men, one of my favorite questions is to say, how's your relationship with your mother? Because if you start talking shit about your mom, <laughs> you see then how you feel about women. You see how you feel about women. Go this way. Yeah, yeah. it's already tainted. You don't like your own motherfucking mom, but you yeah. wouldn't be here if you come out her pussy. Why are you being like that to me? And I do agree that mom's vital. That most men are going to date someone like their mom, whether they're dating her to be shitty to her or good to her. But 
there was a lot of qualities because that's what we spent the most time with. Like yeah. niggas, that was our too, first example. Like yeah. we we're yeah. not complex, but we're not simple. You know what I mean? So some things, if we do a lot of, we'll just keep doing that thing because we know we're good at it. We know, you know what I mean? I've done this enough. So I know my mom and I dealt with my mom and argue with my mom and kick with my mom and butter gifts. And that's the closest thing we get to a relationship. So yeah, it is important to see how he treats her because it'll let him, you know how he gonna treat you like yeah. over it. Uh, for that and how <laughs> I always say that how they treat their daughter and the women of their, uh, yeah. their, their children. children. Yeah, yeah. Because if you gonna just listen, I've dated niggas that disrespect the fuck out their baby moms and then be shocked at the end of the relationship. Yeah, because and like your I kids like watching that, that shit too. Like oh oh yeah, your kids will act funny. Yeah, uh, but that's a whole other. <laughs> that's a whole other show, a whole other episode. The generational baton. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we ain't even there yet. Yeah, well, it ended sixty times. Oh, it does. Yeah. All right. Well, um, it goes an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll What's see you that? next week. Fifty-nine. <laughs> Bree, thanks for coming. Bree is our homegirl. We met her through some difficult situations, but she's here. She's, she'll be back to talk to y'all later. All right. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Hey, what up, fam? It's your girl, Jess, with the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. Thanks for joining us today. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to tune in with us. Um, you picked a good day because we do have a special guest here, um, something that's kind of near and dear to my heart. So I'm glad that he, you know, he decided to to stop in here with us and talk with us. Um, leading into the winter months, um, The Good Life is wanting to partner up with the community in, in efforts to give back and um, making sure that our community is taken care of and um, that they know that somebody is looking out for them. Um, so I am gonna let my friend Eric, you know, kind of take it away and uh, let you know the good cause that he has to share with us. Hi, I'm Eric. and the purpose of our donations are to preserve my dad's um, memory. So one time he saw a homeless man and he gave him his gloves and his hat. And since then, since he's passed away, we have, in 2016, we got seven boxes of donations mm -hmm. to give to the homeless. And then in 2017, we got 12 boxes. Uh -huh. And then in 2018, we got 29. Wow. 2019, 45, and then 2020, 50. So every year we're supposed, we're, we're, well, we're trying to get more boxes every single year. Absolutely. To keep giving and giving. Yeah, yeah. And so um, what can, what are you guys collecting? What can, um, what can we help out? And um, we're collecting clothes, jackets, soft hats, mm -hmm. anything like to help with the weather, anything that helps, like either the book bags, purses, luggages, anything. And um, yeah, because it's you know Ohio um, for you know any of our listeners who aren't in Ohio, because we do have a a couple of listeners that are a few actually around the world. Um, it Ohio gets pretty cold, um, yeah. and Eric could probably let you know it. it it's it's Columbia, It's it's freezing. Here in Ohio, Mother Nature doesn't know how to, what she wants to do. <laughs> no, not one day it can be cold, one day it can be super hot. And then the next day it's snowing. Like, it just, you know, pick pick one and you stick with it. But no, welcome to Ohio. 
you're gonna get all four seasons in one in one week. Mm -hmm. um, but winter winters are kind of they're a little a little harder here. So um, you guys are collecting hats and and socks and yeah. and, and that. And who are we giving them to? Homeless people, and you can also give out kids stuff too. Ooh, okay. Because we give to a homeless shelter, and then we give to a woman's and kids shelter. Yeah. Too. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, um, we forget that there's, you know, shelters where kids are staying and, you know, are, they, they need, you know, gloves and, and scarves also and toys or books um, to pass the time by and things like that. Because, you know, they, they need a normal childhood too, so, yeah. yeah. And also around my dad's birthday in March, we usually do um, give a, like, do your best thing to uh -huh. do. So, like, basically you have to, do, well, you don't have to, but you can do a good deed around your community. You could give a homeless person some food. Yeah. You could help them out by doing something. You could pay for the person's food in front of you in the line. Yeah. 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 So, um, the, re the root of all of this here is, um, it's because Jordan had a, had a really, he had a big heart and, um, being his friend in high school, just seeing how big his heart is and hearing the story of hearing um, of him, you know, giving out his gloves and a hat to somebody who was in need. You hear it and you're like, yep, that, that was Jordan. And um, it's just something that's really beautiful and that's, that everybody should have um, experienced and, you know, in, the, in, this, in this time, in these days, you know. Mm -hmm. So... Um, and to preserve his memory and to keep it going. Um, that's, a, that's a very beautiful thing that you guys are doing. Um, and so you guys have started, you're starting to collect them now. Yes. And we're collecting all the way through Christmas Day. Yes. Awesome, awesome. All right, so um, if anybody is listening and if you're in Columbus, um, The Good Life is absolutely getting ready um, to set up some pickups. Um, for collections, uh, we know that we've helped out um, people in the past, and we're we're ready with trucks, we're ready with space, and so um, any new, gently used um, hats, scarves, help me out, Eric. We got socks, uh, jackets, mm -hmm. book bags, luggages, purses, mm -hmm. anything, toys, toys. toys. Mm -hmm. Anything, you know, we're, we're, we're helping out those in need, you know, during the winter months. Um, we're, we're ready to pick up. We will be scheduling um, some drop-offs and some pickups, so get your boxes ready. Also, um, if you're not in the area or um, would prefer to send monetary donations, um, keep a lookout on the podcast page um, so that we, we can see where we... Ah, What up, fam? It's your girl Jess with the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. Thanks for tuning in. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to tune in and uh, kick with us. Um, so, today we do have a very special guest here. Um, somebody that's near and dear to my heart and then also um, with, the, with the goal that's helping the, the, the community here as well. Um, so leading into the winter months, the Good Life Podcast is wanting to 
help out the community and we found a very special cause that um, started with someone who had a very big heart. Um, that's somebody that I um, was honored to know, you know, through high school and um, we have his son here, Eric. Um, Eric, go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, if you could let us know what, um, what we have going on. Okay, so hey, I'm Eric, and so we're doing these donations because my dad, one time in the winter, he saw a homeless man, and he gave me his hat and gloves. So since he's passed away, we have been doing a donation to give back to homeless people. You have? Okay. Um, so what type of donations are we doing? Hats, gloves, socks, jackets, sweaters, etc., and you can box that up and give it to your local homeless center. Okay, okay. So, um, and that's such a great cause that, that you guys have started because if if you're not from Columbus, Ohio, or the Midwest, or anywhere in the snow belt, um, Eric can tell you, it. we have really harsh winters. It gets really cold. Um, past couple winters, we had what they call polar vortexes, uh, where things just freeze. Um, frostbites, you know, if you're uncovered for just a couple of minutes. And so, you know, the homeless are, are vulnerable to, you know, to this weather and um, they're not as fortunate to have these items. So that's a really great cause that you guys are doing. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, so what um, your past donations, how long have you been doing this for? So we've been doing this since my dad passed away in 2016. Mm -hmm. In 2016, we've made tw seven boxes. Then the next year, we got 12. Okay. 2018, we got 29. And then the following year, in 2019, we got 45. And then last year, we got 50 boxes. And the goal is every year, we're supposed, well, we try to get more and more boxes so right. we can give back. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, that that's a wonderful, that's a beautiful you know goal to have. I could definitely see where uh, Jordan would be cheering you guys on to, to get more than 50 boxes. Um, he's probably even betting to see if you can get um, 80 or 100, you know, just to see, just to put that goal out there to see, can you get it? I know you can. I know you can. And I think I see where it jumped from 29 to 45 to 50, so uh, it looks like the trend's going there. So um, have you done anything different, or are you just kind of getting word of mouth out there these past couple of years and so these boxes are coming in yeah and if you don't have like clothes or anything you can get toys that maybe your kids aren't using anymore or anyone that you know that doesn't use toys anymore uh -huh. you can give that to your local um woman and kids shelter too absolutely absolutely so what we're doing here with um jamming for jordan is the um is what we've what you guys uh, termed, uh, coined, you know, giving it a name here. Mm -hmm. And so keeping his memory alive and keeping his name alive and his honor, um, you're raising these items and you're collecting them starting now, correct? Yes. All the way through Christmas Day. Christmas Day? Mm -hmm. All right, all right. And then on Christmas Day, you guys are taking them up to the, the local shelter? Yes. Okay, okay. Um, well, if any. Anybody tuning in, if you guys are wanting to uh, donate, um, not if you're wanting to, we're asking you to. Um, if you could, pretty, pretty, please um, find it in your hearts um, to 
chip in and donate um, some hats, scarves, socks. Socks are, um, you know, something that we kind of take for granted. You don't think about, you know, your socks getting wet and then being cold. Um, and so socks, 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 socks. Um, gloves, scarves, earmuffs, coats, hoodies, um, anything to help our, you know, brothers and sisters out here on the streets during the winter months um, because it gets really cold. Um, and we do have, you know, warming centers here in Columbus, but they do close. Um, so just to look out for um, those in need and uh, giving back. Um, so I, I want to thank you, Eric, for, for, for joining me today. And um, thank you for sharing with the, with the community what we have going on. And um, I'm, I'm sure we're going to see a lot from you in the future. I know you're going to go very far. You are, what, he's a well-spoken young, uh, young man. And uh, I know that you have a bright future ahead of you. All right. Well, you have anything to say? Last words or um, wishes for our people listening? The clothes you donate, it doesn't have to be new. It can be gently used. Uh-huh. It just, it just will help. It doesn't matter if it's new or just make sure it doesn't have any holes in it. Okay, that's <laughs> your heart. <laughs> you heard it. You know, gently used doesn't have to be new. But please, folks, you can leave the holes at home. You know, you can keep that. You can keep it. You can keep it. You can keep it. Well, thanks, guys. You guys be safe, be easy, and uh, stay prayed up. Peace. What up, fam? It's your girl, Jess, with the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. Thanks for tuning in. Um, If you haven't found us on Facebook by now, you know, go ahead and hit that search bar, The Good Life Podcast, The Kickback, on Instagram. We are at Good Kickback. Um, Today we have someone here who's going to share something with us that's, you know, kind of like near and dear to my heart and uh, a really good cause for the community here. Um, so, uh, heading into the winter months, the Good Life Cookback, Good Life is, uh, wanting to team up some people in the community, um, so that we can give back and take care of our brothers and sisters who are in need and, um, may not have what we have. Um, so I'm going to turn it over to Eric here, who's going to introduce himself and, uh, let us know, um, how we can, uh, help, help the community here. Um, hey, I'm Eric and I was Jordan Sun. So... The purpose of our donations, one year my dad, he gave his gloves and his hat to a homeless person. And since that, since he's passed away, we have been donating jackets, socks, clothes, anything, toys, mm-hmm. to help um, homeless people. So, in 2016, we had seven boxes. In 2017, we had 12 boxes. And then in the following year, we had 29. 2019, we had 45. And then 2020, we had 50 boxes. And there you can see that there was a big change in the boxes because we got out to more people. And um, that's why I'm on here. I'm hoping to get out to more people so we can get more and more boxes. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why um, we brought you on here, too, because um, we're, you know, wanting to help you guys, you know, uh, raise these donations so that we can give back to the community. Uh, you know, I was uh, fortunate. I was honored to um, be friends with Jordan in high school, and he had a um, he had a big heart. And you know, if he had it, and if he can give it, he would give it. And um, just hearing the story of 
how there was a, somebody in need and he gave his gloves and a hat. If you knew Jordan, you you would you would chuckle and shake your head. Yep, that that's Jordan because um, you can t definitely see him doing that. And it's it's beautiful to see what you guys are doing here, um, Eric, um, in honor and um, in memory of his name and carrying on his name as well, because um, he was a great man and a great friend and a, just a good person in the world here. Um, and it's so cool to see how you guys have increased and um, surpassed your goals from one year to the next. You know, look, so you started out at seven, then you went to 12 and, uh, and then 45 and you, you're at 50. So what's, it's, you want to raise more than 50, but is there a number that you have in mind that you kind of want? So personally, I'm hoping to at least reach maybe 60 or 70. Okay. Because now that I'm on this podcast, I can get out to more people. So you hear that, guys. So Eric, Eric's, and my man Eric's is saying, hey, we're collecting gloves, scarves, hats, coats, uh, earmuffs, some, you know, socks, socks, toys, toys yeah. Um, but we really want to help these, these our brothers and sisters out here during the winter months um, on these streets. Because out here in Columbus, it's, it's cold. Mm -hmm. um, for those who aren't from Columbus, it's, it, 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 it's intense. And yeah. it's, it gets really cold. And if you are exposed in, the, in that weather um, without clothing for you know anywhere over five minutes at times, you can get frostbite. So um, we, there's people who are vulnerable to the to the inclements of the weather during the winter months and um, carrying on Jordan's name and his and what he did. We're, we're helping our brothers and sisters out here on the street. So you heard it from Eric. We're wanting to get more than 50 boxes here. Um, so we're collecting these items. Um, if you're in the Columbus area, um, we're collecting we're collecting now through Christmas, the, Day. Christmas Day. Okay. So um, the good life is we're willing to go ahead and round things up and, uh, and, and drop them off. Um, so through the month of November and December, we will be coordinating pickups and drop-offs. So um, please stay tuned. Um, slide into our uh, DMs um, to let us know if you have any boxes or any donations that you would like to give, um, anything that you'd like for pickups. And we'll go ahead and uh, schedule that here with you. Um, Eric, I want to thank you for coming out. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you. Do you have any, any last words to say uh, to share with our friends? Mm, just remember, if you have anything that you, you're not using, toys, jackets, anything, donate them. Yeah, because, you know, if you're not using them, somebody else can use, can use it. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I, I see your dad's heart in you, and that's that right there. You're, you're carrying his name, and... Bro, bro, man, you're you're going places, bro. Mm -hmm. You're going. Well, I thank you, and um, I thank you for for carrying on his name like this, and we'll 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 be in touch. And again, guys, uh, let us know what you have um, when we can pick it up, and uh, we'll be around. Thanks for tuning in, and um, yeah, be easy.